my boyfriend doesn't like to make me come, but expects me to go down on him. What do I do? Get a new boyfriend. <laughs> Run. Hello and welcome to The Boss Babe Diaries. My name is Lois Banks. You might know me as Lois Banks Fitness on Instagram. Now today we have a very special guest. We have owner and founder of FitFCK Fitness Dating, Jamie Wikes-Hobday. I'm very honoured to have him here today. He is the man who is bringing together people within the fitness industry, the man, the myth, the legend. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jamie. That's absolutely my pleasure. I've, I've gone very red, although people can't see it. That's uh, definitely made me blush. So thank you. Well, you're actually looking really tanned right now. Thank you. It's completely natural. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Because like two minutes ago, you said that it was fake. Yeah, no. I'm I, calling I you out. We took the photos yesterday and I thought, Christ, I look pale. So uh, I had to hit the two pound boots, fake tan. But uh, no, it's uh, giving a healthy glow, hopefully. It is a good glow. It is a good glow. And I think I think everyone should fake tan. I think guys should go for it. If you want to fake tan, go for it. It shouldn't just be yeah. For, yeah. For, for women. I mean, being, being a... a natural ginger myself it, it's it's very hard for for us to tan so like you know I can lie out in the sun as much as I want I'll either not tan or just go red so quick option is just to get a quick fake tan but uh no I'll say that loud and proud for sure <laughs> yeah I feel that I feel that honestly I sit in the sun and I just I just go so red I'm like yeah. a tomato and I just have to I have to fake tan have you noticed this week how like we we say all year how we want it to be hot then when it's actually hot, we're like, no, it's too hot. Then like we can't find like a happy in between. Um, but I mean, for me personally, this week has actually been unbearable. Like trying to work when you're it, literally dripping in sweat, it's it's next to impossible. But uh, yeah, yeah, us Brits definitely always have something to moan about with the weather. I don't think we'll ever ever be happy. Um, but why don't you tell my well my audience your audience anyone who's listening how fit fck came about and what it's about so fit fck is a fitness dating brand designed to connect like-minded fitness lovers through training through dating obviously and through relationships and through casual which i'm sure we'll talk about um and essentially the platform came about when my girlfriend dumped me during a bodybuilding show, I was two weeks out and she said that the relationship wasn't sustainable anymore. So there I was lying on my sofa, dehydrated, knackered, hormones all over the gaff, and I get dealt that blow. But um, thankfully, it's led to good things. And uh, I'm hoping we can actually get back in touch soon. That would be quite cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you are doing amazing things. And I actually recently went to one of your events up in... Um, Kensington it was at Percy's Percy's right. London and yeah. if I'm honest with you I wasn't really sure what yeah. to expect I'd seen your Instagram and had a bit of you know chat about the event with you via the DMs and I thought fuck it this I've never seen anything like this before yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna just go and try it out and honestly hands down one of the most fun nights I've had out in London yeah, I think what we're keen to sort of encompass with our events is actually not being an event. So I did a LinkedIn post on it the other day, how I want to create experiences. So, you know, some dating platforms, they do like weekly events, but we actually spoke about this a few weeks ago. I think it's good to either do them monthly or bi-monthly 
to really build up hype and really build up anticipation for them. And frankly, it's not a fundamental core aspect of our business. Like it's not a massive revenue generator. It's more of like a brand awareness, community building vibe. And I would far rather do that and have like a month where everyone's hyping it up. Everyone's going mental for it, which is ultimately what we want to do. And like I say, we like to do an experience, not just an event. So we'll do like a workout during the day, a post-workout social, and then an event in the evening. Because, you know, we aren't just fitness, we're dating as well. So we like to encompass both ends, both ends of the spectrum. Um, and, you know, what's to say that fitness people can't party? I, I'd actually go out on a whim and say that fitness people party far harder than regulars. Like, oh, yeah. we, we On our recent boat party, my big concern was it was seven till midnight. And I was like, man, at 11 o'clock, everyone's going to want to leave. They had to be like forced off at 12.30 and they were just partying. I just partying, didn't want to stop the party. <laughs> partying, getting together, kissing. There's there's a lot of, um, not hookups, because I know that's the wrong term to use, but like people getting coming together, um, which is ultimately a successful night for us. It must be such a rewarding feeling knowing that you're bringing so many like-minded people together. Yeah, fully. I mean, obviously coming from that background myself, that's always been our USP. Like there are other fitness dating platforms, but one thing that I've always said will have core to us is that I've experienced this myself and I still experience it myself. I'm 28. I go to the gym a lot. I I like to limit myself to certain things in life and I like to be strict with with other things. Um, And, you know, sharing that journey with someone is is awesome. And, And I think what's really cool about our events are for say so myself is that yes, people, you know, swap numbers, people get together, people end up in relationships, whatever. But the amount of like girls, especially who are now hanging out as a result of our events is sick. Like I'm going to this event or this birthday party on Saturday and there's four girls from our events going and they'd not met before our event. And that's why we genuinely are building like a community, which is, you know, people want to come to the Fair CK event to, to meet the people. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, having those pre pre events, like you said, the workout beforehand, I don't think I've ever really seen anybody do that. So it definitely is so, so, so different. And you're able to, like you said, like bring those like minded people together to, you know, socialize, enjoy themselves, have fun. They're there for the experience and they're, they're there with pretty much the same interests as well I think which is important like important when you are dating somebody to have similar interests obviously you're going to have things that you know you you, you're going to learn from each other or you might have different interests and I think that's that's fine but for me when I'm dating if somebody isn't into fitness that kind of turns me off a little bit just because my life and my job and everything revolves around fitness so if somebody doesn't understand that or isn't willing to understand that that's a little bit of a kind of like problem for me so obviously like you know with you when with your ex like you said like she that wasn't her vibe that's what she didn't she didn't want so obviously ultimately it ended there and that's that's not me knocking um, her lifestyle, her her lifestyle, she's being into fashion. No, of course, everyone's um, got their own different interests, haven't they? Totally. You know, and that's fine. But I think what I would say is that from the back of COVID, and there I'm going somewhere with this. It's it's left us with like the value of time, and it's made us realise and appreciate, you know, our, our our own time and other people's time as well. And I think as a result of that, 
people are going to be more and more in tune with niche things because I know what I want. I'm going to go and get it. Let's do it. It's not like I don't want to waste any more time. And that's why, look, Tinder, Bumble and Hinge, who am I to comment on them, right? They're, they're billion, billion pound products. But I don't go on it anymore because I know it takes me ages to find what I want. But if I go on to the Fitness UK platform, when it's released in September, plug, um, I'll be able to go on there and say, I want to meet someone in London who trains three to four times a week, uh, probably four to five, um, does a mix of CrossFit and bodybuilding, you know, what's out there. And, you know, worst comes to worst, we won't click, but I'll meet someone who's interested in what I'm interested in. Yeah. So, you know, I think niche-focused dating is really the trend that's going to be kicking off in the next few years. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're a super, super busy guy, though. Like, how is dating going for you currently? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am, I, am I allowed to swear on this? I don't know if I can. Yeah, but, go for um, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not ideal. I mean, to be honest with you, right now, um, I'm really proud of myself because I've managed to add more balance into my life in terms of seeing friends, socialising more. I used to be very much a hermit, but now I'm actually carving out time to go and see people and hang out with mates. And what's weird is that as a result of that, your performance improves because like you're more chilled, you're more relaxed and you've, you, you know, you've connected with people who are there for you. That being said, on the dating side of that, it's, it's not been ideal because like I say, I told you this the other day, you'll be going for a date and then the last minute meeting will crop up and no one likes to have that happen. But at the moment, I can't really avoid certain meetings because they're so important. So it's my dating life is very casual if we politely put it like that um nothing serious at the moment but that may change but as i say a startup founder anyone will understand it's it's very hectic for your for your dating life so do you find the main thing that you're struggling with you know dating as an entrepreneur would be that kind of time management like are you do you find are you you're prioritizing business over dating is that kind of where you're at well, as I said, like I'm carving out time to, to see people and to, you know, see mates and family and girls, whatever. But it's I'd say it's more of the unpredictability. So, you, you know, you might be out for dinner with someone and you suddenly get a really important phone call, which you literally can't ignore. That's quite tough, especially when it's like investors or like partners or like a really good brand. Not good. That sounds very sell out a really big brand. Um but equally so, you know, some people may turn around and say, manage your time better, which is true. So maybe that's something I need to work on. Yeah, definitely. I um, I think dating as an entrepreneur or even being in a relationship as an entrepreneur sometimes can face its challenges. I was in a relationship before where I was probably I was prioritizing a lot of my time on my business and as a result my partner was feeling as though I wasn't spending enough time with him and you could look at it both ways in that you know obviously it's important for your partner to feel heard and to feel validated and have their say in the relationship and I think it does you do have to meet in the middle and communicate and compromise in a relationship but also I think it's important to understand both sides and this is something that I really struggled with recently and I don't know if you've struggled with in a um in a relationship is that my partner 
couldn't understand that I was building my business and I wanted to spend time in the evening working and I wanted to be communicating with my clients and I wanted to be putting in in the time and and the work and the energy because it was something that was important to me and he always used to tell me off for working and I'd be like well and then I got to the point where I'd be like well like what what am I meant to do like I need to make sure that I'm investing time into my business I understand that obviously you know we need to prioritize time to the relationship as well but also my business is important and if you can't understand that then that's that that's the when things become a bit of a problem I think I think it's there's two sort of points I've made that the first one is like anything whether it's relationships friendships business even fitness honesty is the at the absolute heart of it and I just think that if you say to your partner look um this is what's important to me right now you're equally important it might not be equally important but just stating from the outset where you stand is, is the absolute key to it because there's nothing worse than being sold a dream right where like you know this person thinks you're falling in love with them and then next thing you know you're just way more focused on your business than they are and there's nothing wrong with that like I think we probably need to normalize that business for entrepreneurs is and can be more important than certain people because it's it's so close to heart it's and it's it's frankly your purpose and I think that the most important thing in someone's life is to have a purpose without a doubt because without purpose I think it leads to like bad choices personally um and then the other thing that I would say on that front is that having you know PT'd an online coach before I can resonate to what you're saying because it literally is a 24-hour gig because you're speaking to clients you know might be all over the world different time zones there's that aspect then there's the content creation side of things then there's you've got to train yourself you've got to stay in shape yourself so I think when when I see people knocking like PTs or online coaches in in that regard I think it's a bit stupid because you don't know what it is like I it is a real hustle um and in order to keep and maintain those clients you need to put in that in that time yeah 100 percent. and I still to this day do struggle a little bit with having that work life balance yeah but I feel you know sometimes sometimes things will take more priority than others and I think that's okay and as long as you're in if you are in a relationship with somebody or somebody or if you are dating somebody it's just important that you're communicating what's important and also like your boundaries as well as listening to their boundaries yeah I think uh, as I said I I personally think getting it all out at the beginning is the key and so they're honest with you you're honest with them where do you both stand and look they may, they may turn around and say, look, okay, we're not really on the same wavelength here. That's not any reason to go off kicking and screaming. And that's probably a lot of safe time. <laughs> and as I said, time's the most important thing. But, you know, if you both say, look, this is what I'm doing, this is what you're doing, and you both match, fantastic. You've got it agreed from the outset. Um, so, yeah, like I say, it's with most things, it's just being honest and transparent from the start is the key, I think. Yeah, 100%. 100%. No matter how brutal it is, because nine times out of ten, the brutal truth is what we need to hear. Yeah. And I think, you know, don't, don't be upset and pissed off if you fail to communicate in the beginning and then you're not happy with things later down the line. Do you think, you know, communicating and having that set, you know, those boundaries and that is important in, in the start. Exactly. So 
have you had any kind of bad experiences with business so far within FitFCK? Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on, on the podcast, um, two podcasts. I've only done three podcasts, I think, yeah. On the first one I did, I basically touched on uh, a lawsuit that we had with a brand that I can't name um, for, for reasons. I didn't know this. They've got a similar name to us, and we had a two-year legal battle in the US for our trademark. Can you think who it might be? Yeah, I can think who it might be, but I'm not going to say it. But it's in my head. It's in my head. Um, (laughs) So, uh, you know, that was two years right at the beginning of of my business journey. Bit of a sort of like two-footed football tackle, as we'd say in football terms, in the first five minutes of a game. But, you know, at the end of the day, to come out of that with our trademark in the UK, US and Europe is, is, is brilliant because, you know, whilst we might be Marmite to some people, Fit FCK is the brand is the real core value for me. Um, you know, my focus, and I'm sorry if I'm going off a tangent on here, my focus isn't to create a dating app, it's to create a dating brand. And, you know, that's why I think the success of the events, um, the app when it's coming out, all of the other stuff that we're doing is really going to create so many sub strands to our business model um, that will set us aside from other dating dating companies. But yeah, so the two-year legal battle was pretty hairy. Um, in terms of in-app experiences, we haven't had any sort of like horror cases. Um, and at our events, we've had three events, which to my amazement has had no fights, no arguments, no drama. I just would have thought with all that testosterone flying around, <laughs> there would be some. <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone's there to have a good time. Have you had any like success success stories from Fitz? Okay, yes. I, I literally <laughs> sex stories. So we'll get on to that later, ladies and gents. I'm still at the age of 28 where you mentioned sex. I burst out laughing. Let, let, um, let me say that again. Have you had any success stories yeah, within I mean, FCK? I, I met someone in our first pilot on the platform, and we were seeing each other for like four four weeks or so. So it wasn't anything long term, but sadly. I kind of saw it as a, I was like, this is jackpot. Like the founders met someone on the app um, and it just, it just didn't really work out. I guess the only reason I'm, why I'm annoyed is because I could have been sat on, you know, GMTV talk about how I met my girlfriend on my app. But yeah, that's Aww. probably a bit still of me. Well, you never know. Never say never. You might meet somebody through the uh, app. You know what? I just believe in the saying of, oh, I don't know, because at the events, I always think don't shit where you eat. So like, Never, I never really chat to anyone in that sense at my events. I don't drink at my events, don't do anything, just pretty much monitor it. Um, but no, I'll definitely have to have a play around on the app for sure. <laughs> well, if I, I might, I might see you on there maybe. <laughs> <laughs> please, all right, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, so we was having a conversation the other day and you said that the events have been slated for promoting elitism. Tell me a bit about that. Well, I mean, I I personally think, you know, you could have worse complaints in the sense that we've had a few people of certain demographics. I'm not going to say what, but obviously I'm sure the listeners can guess. um, who have basically said, oh, you know, your page is full of good looking, fit people, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you know, that that, there's definitely worse problems to have than that as a complaint. Um, But what I would say is that despite what you might see as our marketing ploys, at the core value of Fit FCK is people who are training to bet themselves mentally and physically and want to share their journey with someone. Now, um, nine times out of 10, people who are doing that 
are looking like they're having a great time, are looking healthy and are sharing that moment with someone else. So, you know, I, I guess I'd say to that person, I'm sorry if that offends you, that everyone on our page is clearly having a great time and is, you know, either fit, good looking, happy, whatever. Um, but, you know, that, that's the way we roll. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to post people who don't go to the gym or people who are looking like they're on a miserable time, am I? No, of course, because it's not going to fit in with the No, band, it's, it's, it? no. it's like, you know, I'm not going to post someone stood there with a cheeseburger and a pack of fags and a, and a pint. I'm, I'm going to post someone who, who clearly um, is having a great time at our event, you know, goes to the gym and, and is smiling because you can't knock someone for having a good time. That's, that's, I, I firmly believe that. So, you know, sorry if people come to my events and having fun is, is annoying to you. What would you say to somebody who maybe has gone on to the Fit FCK Instagram, has maybe thought these are a lot of hot people on the Instagram because there are, there are a lot of hotties on there, you know? Um, and maybe that makes them feel a little bit intimidated. Maybe they don't have huge confidence in themselves. Maybe their self-esteem is quite low. Maybe they want to come along to one of the date, the, 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 uh, the experiences, but they've gone on to the Instagram and maybe it's put them off a little bit because they don't feel like they would fit in with that sure. image. What would you say to that person? So just trying to think of ways that we can get those people that maybe aren't feeling as comfortable to branch out and come to the events because yeah. from, you know, I went to the event and everyone was so friendly. Nobody was like suck up their own ass. Everyone was really, really lovely. And I think it would be such a shame for people that don't feel as confident to miss out on going to these amazing experiences because of that reason. I mean, there's, there's three points that I've made. So the first one is I'd say, you know, do you go to the gym? Do you train? And if they say no, I say, okay, the event aren't, they're not for you because the clue is in the name, it's fit fitness which can be traded in many ways i know but the main one number one is is fitness um number two is sorry if it sounds a bit blunt and cutthroat but i'd say jump into it i'm a firm believer that if you're nervous about something the best way to do it is to just jump in both feet first if you like it great if you don't you can go home um but what i would follow that up with is simply ask someone who's and this is how confident i am of it ask someone who's been to one of our events if they enjoyed it and mm. That, that, that. I can vouch for that. Thank you. There's nothing <laughs> like a real life testimonial. So, yeah, uh, if you go to the gym, come, um, just jump in both feet. Don't worry about it. If you don't like it, you can go, but I'm pretty sure you'll stay. And lastly, if you're that nervous about it, ask someone who's been. And like I say, I'm pretty sure they'll convince you. 100%. And fitness comes in all different forms and it's not one set look. You don't have to be visibly shredded or you don't have to have the biggest quads or arse in the world to be into your fitness you know there's so many different types that's the thing Mm. is that like in our first pilot probably one of the regrets that i had was we targeted it very much towards the bodybuilder aesthetic community because that was where i was from and obviously as a founder you think you know best but a classic example of it is that our main demographic right now is crossfitters and i never thought in a million years a few years back that i'd be like touching on that community but you know it just goes to show that 
firstly big shout out to the crossfit community because the clue is in the name they aren't actual exactly they're an actual big up crossfit yeah i mean i love it now i used to hate it but where, where i'm going with this is you know whether it's bodybuilding whether it's crossfit whether it's yoga whether it's spin whether it's football you know we've got footballers come to our events which i'm sure doesn't really surprise you um <laughs> the football lads seem to love it uh rugby players whatever both male and female you know fitness doesn't just stick to bicep curls and bench press there's a yeah. lot of aspects to it um yeah it comes in so many different forms whether it is that you like to go to your pilates class or you like to run or you like to cycle go hiking you like to bodybuild power lift crossfit you know, it comes yeah. in so many different forms. I'm curious, why didn't you like CrossFit? Um, the stigma. Literally, that was it. And I don't mind admitting that. The stigma around it as I though... Was quite, I was a gym bro that couldn't run more than five miles, but like could bench press a lot. And I thought that was important. Um, used to look at things like the kipping pull-up and be like, oh, it's not a proper pull-up, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just used to knock it, knock it, knock it. And then I tried a CrossFit session when I moved to Wandsworth in London because it's very big in that SW area. And firstly, I was like, this is our market. Everyone was like, well, the guys were all like shirtless, like they're swapping numbers with girls, like guys and girls are getting together. I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting. And then, from a person, yeah, <laughs> and then from a personal point of view, I was like, this reminds me of like pre-season rugby training, that like lungs fucked at the end of a session feeling gasping for air but walking out the gym feeling properly accomplished and I think how did I say it to a friend the other day I was like I hate every second of CrossFit but afterwards it's like nothing else it's incredible yeah you can't compare that post what high where you're like I felt like I was gonna fucking die but I got through it and it's always that mental I think growth for me that I've had through CrossFit I'm going from being more into that bodybuilding kind of vibe moving over to CrossFit for me the huge thing was that mindset shift that like for me personally because I challenge myself and I push myself way more when I do CrossFit now than I did when I was in body when I used to do bodybuilding bodybuilding for me was a lot of like aesthetics chasing and I do feel like there was a lot more pressure I felt a lot more pressure to look a certain way within the bodybuilding Mm -hmm. industry and well that's just me personally but you know and then moving over to CrossFit now it's how how I feel and how you know my my body's moving and you know how did that workout go and that for me is way more important now yeah totally um I mean I'd, I'd fully agree and like I said on the question when you're saying like how would people feel coming to the events if you're nervous about trying crossfit just do what i did just jump into it I, I just personally think that's the best way to deal with nerves is just just think you know what fuck it i'm going in i'm just going to do it um yeah. obviously um it, it might not be for everyone but you know what i'm trying to say is that it's it's really opened my eyes to how how much of a fitness world there is outside of just typical bodybuilding massively massively so we had quite a lot of questions sent in for today's podcast. Would you feel happy to answer some of them with me? I'm excited because we've got some juicy questions. Word, but I'll do it. Yeah. We have got some juicy questions. So let's start with, have you ever had any shady DMs? 
Yeah. Um, I've had the elitism one quite a bit. Again, sorry if my good-looking, happy audience annoys you. That's my answer. Um, and a lot of dick pics, which is very strange. Um, <laughs> from like, actual accounts or yeah, from yeah, page yeah, yeah, accounts? Yeah. No, from, from middle-aged blokes who seem to think that FitFCK is a girl. So <laughs> either Google it and you'll see it's me, or I just send a selfie back. And then what do they say? Like, what do they oh, do? No, it's, it's like blocked. They're like blocked. Oh, it. shit. I don't get it. And maybe, maybe they see like good looking. Not, that's the wrong term. I don't know. Maybe see like hot. I don't know what the word says, but like girls. Fit. On our, fit good fit. looking, hot, sexy, whatever way we go with. Fit as fuck. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm going to send a dick pic. But what in what world do you open a conversation with a dick pic? Do you walk down the street and get your fella out and say hello? No. So why send it to me on a company account? It's mad. The amount of times where I've woken up to dick pics in my DMs. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally been like, right, okay. There's there's something to fucking wake you up. But I tend to get... That they go to. Like at least, at least, you know, I don't know. (laughs) But it's, I I just, it's, it's honestly, it's just beyond me. Like why... Why do you think? Why? What? Just, just why? That's that's literally that? it. Did you see that stat on Love Island that was eighty-five percent of UK population has admitted sending a nude a nude picture? Eighty-five percent. Eighty-five. I think it was eighty-five percent. Yeah. Sending I mean, what do we classify as nude? Are we talking like full-on naked, naked, or are we talking? I think nude would class as a part of genitalia being exposed. So for a girl. Right. Alone, upper or lower and for a guy with it's your your fella um that's but, quite high yeah i mean mm. like, obviously we've all sent it when we're in relationships or when we're seeing yeah. someone or when we're flirting with someone but what i'm getting at is that i wouldn't send one as a hello message yeah it, it, I, it does baffle me it really does baffle me and i get a lot of hello will you be my sugar baby messages um, how much how much we're we talking <laughs> well i had somebody dm me the other day saying that they wanted a foot photo right i didn't open it i just deleted the messages but it's normally they want foot photo or they want used smelly shoes yeah it's a mad old world out there i know that a lot of the um let's call it pay-per-view content that people are selling now i know that foot content is huge which is look whatever floats your boat it's never really done it for me but yeah yeah, each to their own. Absolutely. Each to their own. Each to their I, own. Can't, I can't judge in 2022, so there we go. <laughs> truth, truth. Okay, next question. What would you do differently if you could redo life? Jesus, nothing. Sorry, nothing. I agree. Very. I think very everything easy. happens for a reason and you learn yeah. from everything. Yeah, I won't say what it was, but probably the most impactful thing that happened in my life I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if that hadn't have happened. So I'll obviously tell you off camera, but um, and I'm sorry to be stum and coy, but obviously I don't want to bring up certain things. But, you know, sometimes the most negative at the time thing that happens to you is the most positive in the long run because it shapes you. Mm. Um, I sound like one of those Instagram motivators. So <laughs> You actually do. Should we put that in a quote? Yeah, can, I make, can I make like a motivation? Put that in a little quote and like put a little like little photo on it with just you photo. i need a photo of me in front of my laptop with like phone to my ear so <laughs> you know 
busy guy doing deals talking motivation stop it stop it i can't deal i can't deal but yeah i genuinely think that every decision that we make can can be kind of it can be perceived how like you want it to to be it's like i went to uni and i spent three years studying photography and i have not used that degree for my career and i i remember one day thinking oh like i wish i didn't go to uni like i wish i didn't spend all that money da, 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 da. and then i was like actually you know i had great experiences at uni i did learn a lot i, I met a load of amazing people i had a lot of life experience yeah it was fucking expensive but if I didn't go down that path if I didn't go on that don't go down that route maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't probably wouldn't be where I am today you know I mean the the irony that you didn't enjoy the photography course but now a lot of your business is around photography in one way or another Mm. you know I'd say that the passion's probably carried on but just not the passion for a classroom yeah definitely a lot of it is now I'll use that for content and things yeah. like that so it's, it's it's kind of in one way I'm kind of applying that that knowledge but cool. um so next question who do you think should pay on the first date oh man this chestnut um right so it's just my opinion and sorry for having an opinion but for me the guy pays um just how I was brought up by my dad but it's it's always noted if the girl offers um and i understand that everyone likes to be treated now and then and that's not saying that we're going for dinner at nobu or or (laughs) pakistan uh take me to the shard please (laughs) i'm not i'm not settling for anything less (laughs) oh god when you when you get those messages on like tinder and that one it's like where should we go for dinner and they're like should we go to the shard i'm like jesus christ i mean i was thinking cost of coffee slow down slow down so yeah i mean um i like I like to pay, but it's nice when the girl offers. Mm. I but think it's anyone who does it other way around. I think it's it's a it is a very nice gesture, especially say for example, if you asked me on a date, yeah, sure. and then you pay like I, that, it would be a nice gesture if you. So did I've pay. had a mate that happened where the girls invited him on a date and then made him pay. And the I girl bit, invited him on the date. Yeah, said, should we go on a date? Should we go to dinner? Then she made him pay, didn't even go hard. And I was kind of, I remember him saying to me, he's like, should I have really paid for that? I was like, well, it's a tough one. I don't know, actually. Where was it? And he was like, you know, coat, is it called coat brasserie? It's like the mm. state place. So it's not, it's not too dear. But um, yeah, I thought it's definitely something that would get people talking, that is. What about same sex on a date what so like a lgbtq date mm, yeah who who would who would wow, pay that then it comes down to who's asked who you think so the only way yeah mm. for sure like if if let's say john asked dave on a date then john should pay yeah but then dave should offer yes to at yeah. least pay so let's say the person who's not paying whatever sex or whatever sexuality should offer. Just, I personally think that says a lot. Um, I think if they wait for you to get your card or cash out and don't offer, it's a bit like, mm. Mm, Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I think that it's nice. It's nice to, to at least offer. 
to yes. pay and have that you know I don't, think you should, I don't think you should expect somebody to pay it's our most asked question on the Q&As we do legit whenever we yeah. say dating questions they'll always say who should pay which so it's clearly like a trending topic at the moment mm. So next question, I really fancy this girl at my gym. How can I approach her and ask her out? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, it's tough because for the majority, when they're at the gym, they're training towards the goal and they've got the headphones in. And if they've got the headphones in, it's a sign that they're to train. Um, I know most girls don't like to be hit on at the gym which is actually why we created our events is to break that stigma. Personally, I'd wait until she's finished training. Just my Mm. personal take, wait until she's finished or when she's calling down on the cardio um, treadmill or something, then go and speak to her. Don't speak to her when she's like mid deadlift. No. (laughs) Because for the rest of the session, she's going to be thinking you're staring at her. And that's quite off-putting. Yeah. You know, being the six foot two Adonis that I am, I get people staring at me 24-7. It's quite, you know, it's, it's difficult, you know. So. <laughs> All that attention you get, Jamie. <laughs> no, but like... Or a catch. I, I, I'd, I'd say speak at the end of the session. That's what I do. Yeah, and from my perspective, if somebody... Say if I'm absolutely smashing out my session and somebody mm-hmm. comes over and interrupts me, I would be a bit like, yo... What, well, what are you doing? Because yeah. when I'm in my session, I like to be locked in, in the zone, focus on what I'm doing. And a lot of the time, I mean, you know, we, we're all busy people. Sometimes people will be in a bit of a crunch time for their session. They might have only half an hour, an hour, and they're just there to get shit done. So the yeah. last thing that they want to do is have a, a 20 minute conversation with somebody in the middle of their session you know because then they're going to be like oh well I've just come to the gym to train and then you know this person's interrupting me I've had it before when I've been remember I was doing sprints at the gym and I think I I had literally like 10 sprints to do and I was like bang in the middle of it and I'm like fucking blowing out my ass sweating red tomato I'd stopped right and I was like right hyping myself up in my head for like the next sprint. Yeah. I had like the beat was about to drop, banging song on. I was in my zone. And then this person just like this figure just comes up right next to me on the treadmill ne- next to me. And I can just see out, out of my peripheral vision there's this person next to me. And I was just thought like, oh, like maybe they're just getting on the, the treadmill to do their own thing. But they're just there. And then they just, this guy just kind of like dips his heads like almost like in front of the treadmill screen and I'm literally I've just turned my head and I just look at this guy and I just took my head out head of his and I was like are you okay yeah and he was just like yeah just you know gonna just wondering like if you wanted to have a chat and I looked at him and I was like and I was like no don't don't want to have a chat right now and it must have looked so it must mate it must have looked so fucking rude and I was and I was like no sorry and I literally just put in my headphones on and just fucking cracked on I'd say it's rude from his point of view but that's another thing is like what do you say as an opening line at the gym um even afterwards it's like quite kind of like awkward like do you keep it fitness related or what I mean the amount of guys I've seen hit on girls trying out with unsolicited advice at first mm. that's the funniest one they're like hey i was just watching you um lunge there and here's a few tips give them the tips form shit, mate. yeah they'll smile and nod and they'll be like so what are you doing later like bruv no 
Just there's a time and place. There is a time and place. If you're gonna go in, just say it. Just say, I think you're hot. Do you want to go and meet? Like that sounded bad. I think you're hot. Do you want to go for dinner or something? Um, not like I'm gonna creep my way in with some training advice and then like hit you with the 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 bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know if that if that guy had maybe approached me when I'd finished my workout, when it was yeah. at the end and, you know, I was wrapping things up or I was stretching or whatever, then I probably would have had more of a conversation with him. But I'm absolutely sweating my ass off. The last thing I want to be doing is having a conversation with an absolute stranger. So I definitely think there's a time and place, gauge it and don't go in with creepy, unsolicited advice. Just be polite. Where's the creativity? That's my question. Is like, whatever happened to like leaving a note in their locker? Not in the changing room, but like in the public locker, or like leaving a note with the receptionist, or like maybe like standing outside the gym with a sign. That'd be sick. Being like, Lois, I watched you training earlier. Here's my number. I would, I would file really? a restraining order against really? you. For Gilda, like- that's me. Heaven, heaven, I, I hope she does one day she'd get a ring on her finger the next day that's amazing that's brilliant it's completely helping my insecurities it's brilliant i would i would i would, I would probably change gyms i wouldn't be fucking walking back to that place i mean i just think no. that a bit of creativity goes a long way most people now though if you if you know if you're hottie that you've seen at the gym leaves and you're heartbroken and you really want to have a conversation with them chances are you can probably find them on instagram now you could probably yeah, don't yeah. don't go don't go like full on stalker vibes and you know but you know you could probably look at the gym location and if potentially if they have an Instagram account you would probably find them on there. By filming themselves, one million percent you'll find them on that gym account, whether it's the geo location or the Instagram page of the gym. Because they'll tag the gym, especially if it's like a good follow gym, they'll tag the gym for a feature. So you'll find them there um or even on the storage when the, the gym's reposted so yeah there's, there's yeah, so a lot just of- give them a cheeky follow just give yeah, them a, you know just them. nudge in there a yeah. little cheeky follow hi i'm here <laughs> just make sure account you have a good account to do it yeah that's it that's it okay next question do you have any icks when it comes to dating yeah i do um on actual dates i don't know um, well it just says do you have any icks with, yeah. when dating so i guess on the dates or if you're five really, dates in i'm really bad with like bodily functions not like farting and burping even though they're both rank um i really can't stand like loud eating um and pardon the sexual pun because there'll be some dirty minded person out there who lost this but loud breathing as well so like wheezing it like you can ask my dad he takes the piss at me all the time for being so intolerant but i can't hack it if i'm here and someone's next to me and i can just hear i cannot and like if it's like like that wheezing thing i'm actually kind of gutted that i'm not going to be sharing this video footage because that that just yeah. impression of like whatever that was was it just was fucking hilarious. <laughs> when someone's got like a wheezy, like a wheezy breathing technique, it's horrible, man. So yeah, loud breathing and loud breathing and loud eating. Rank. Okay, so if you just if you go on a date with Jamie, just don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your breath the whole time. Just come as a corpse, that'd be great. <laughs> Literally. 
Was that the necrophilia, isn't it? God. Uh, um, That's the worst. Yeah. My ick would have to be bad hygiene. If someone, if someone doesn't smell like yeah. so, so if someone, if someone smells a bit grim or if yeah. they clearly don't brush their teeth or they have bad breath and don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes you might like, say for example, like you might've been at work and you might've had a long day and you might brush your teeth in the morning. You might've had a, a couple of coffees and then you've gone for yeah. an evening date straight from work and that's fine. But there's a thing called chewing gum. Fucking stock up on that shit. <laughs> yeah, fully. And it's like, um, I also think this is quite a, a left field one, but you know, with guys when they like go overboard on the deodorant and aftershave, I think when it's a well-known aftershave, so like, do you know that Packer Aban 1 million? Oh like, yeah. Every bloke at some point in their life has had Packer Aban 1 million or like Dior Sauvage where everyone knows the smell. If they've overdone it, even from a heterosexual, even from like a straight point of view, I think that's like a personal ick where it's like, oh, don't know what you're wearing today, bro. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Is there think- a certain smell that you've um, smelt for females? Um, Is there like a reoccurring perfume? Yeah. For me personally, the aftershave that I've had the most compliments for ever is uh, it's this Tom for I think it's called Black Orchid. Um, it's really nice, and you can actually get like some knockoff versions as Just well. Just writing this down. That aren't as dear, but for the girl. Um, Joe Malone. Anything by Joe Malone just bangs. Joe Malone. Yeah, I think it's the best. I'd actually say all-round fragrances for men and women. Joe Malone is is pretty top tier. Okay, mm. take note, people. Take note. Yeah. Yeah. Take note. Birthday coming up soon. Yep. That's it. If okay, next question. If somebody only saw your Netflix account, who would they think you are? A cringy city boy working in Canary Wharf. <laughs> What's your most watched? Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love um so Wolf of Wall Street and my one of my best mates, Jacob Knight. I hope he doesn't men- mind me mentioning on here, actually introduced me to a film called The Dirt, which is a film documenting Motley Crue. Motley Crue, one of my favorite bands ever. It's just like unreal what they used to do and uh it's just a film documenting their life and like all i'd say is watch it it makes the wolf of wall street look like toy story <laughs> like, it's <laughs> mental yeah that's the best film i've watched recently for sure okay interesting i think i would probably come across as a serial killer most likely yeah, yeah. i my netflix is just anything related to crime documentaries just and all of that fucked up stuff yeah. really to be honest with you um i don't know why it just really interests me sure. like i i just i just i could get stuck into a crime series and binge watch it in like hours mm. i just am absolutely obsessed so i'm 100 a serial killer for sure yeah, so I think that's two two good mixes. Um, yeah, for sure. So, okay, next question. How do I know someone genuinely likes me and it's not just about the sex? Oh, well, I think sex shows you if they like you as well. Mm. 
there's two sides to it right because okay, some people's love language might be physical oh yeah touch. mine 100 is not all about sex but it's, it's it plays a big part and i think anyone who says it doesn't is is either lying or virtue signaling which we which we love to do um i think that like that's a tough one i think they'll put in the effort and obviously if you really like someone you shouldn't expect to just sleep with them on the first date but equally so if you like someone and they like you and there's this mad sexual tension and mad lust and you do want to sleep together on the first date who's anyone to tell you otherwise mm. i personally think that like this stigma and like rule book of dating needs to get out the window um you know we're in 2022 people can make their own decisions as long as it's both consensual both ways and both people are honest then what's the problem yeah um, so i'd say that liking someone and sex probably plays a part in in both realms yeah definitely and i agree with you there in that you know there's just all these rules about oh like how many dates in should you wait until you've slept with someone da, 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 da. and it's just like just go for when it feels right you know yeah. and I think if somebody is all they're doing is talking sexually to you or all they're doing is just wanting to shag you every two seconds and there's nothing else other than that then potentially that could be saying something I think you, know. you start to get the 11 p.m text that's it yeah yeah, yeah then 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 I think you know definitely and as, as a guy I'll fully testify to that 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 is when a guy is just looking for the the um booty call is if they start messaging late at night and that's it that's a sign that they're only in it for sex mm. yeah sure. on that note what yeah. is your love language what does this question mean okay so there is five main types okay. of love languages okay so you've got words of affirmation so that would be like me saying to you i love you i'm proud of you like all that stuff you've got acts of service so for example if i was to tidy up your room for you or just do something for you. <laughs> i know that this is the first thing that came into my head so, say if like you know just do to do something nice for you um then you've got physical touch Right. which obviously you know um and then quality time and then gifts physical touch and quality time without a question i think gifts doesn't show anything really um i'd say that words of affirmation me personally i don't really uh, it's nice to hear i love you obviously but i wouldn't say i wake up every day and need to hear it and then um the second one of services that just sounds like a a, a maid or a butler like why would I rely on a partner to do that no I suppose if if you're say for example like you were no I guess like say for example if you were like really busy and you were really stressed and you had a really busy day and you didn't have time to do your pat lunch and then your partner was like <laughs> I think if I don't know why the fuck I'm going up with this no and then your partner was like oh that's fine I'm gonna start I'm gonna sort out your pat lunch for you what would you have for that lunch? Because I'd I'd have those packet of raisins, the little ones that you used to get. Oh, what throwback! Do you remember Lunchables? Yeah, yeah, sick. Those I were the shit, that. and cheese strings as well. I'm, cheese I'm strings, baby bells. Hundred percent. And those, do you remember um, iced gems? Yeah, and like loads of guys now have haircuts like them. <laughs> <laughs> 
they do though. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think, it's, um, I think that, um, yeah, I, in terms of the services thing, I just couldn't live with anyone messy anyway. And I'm quite a tidy person myself. So that shouldn't be a problem. Because mm. I think that if you work from home a lot, like I do, your office place needs to be tidy. So my home has to be tidy. Yeah. I I reckon my love language would be physical touch. Mm. I am quite a like touchy person, especially yeah. when I am like with some like dating somebody or like in a relationship. I do like that that closeness. And even it's, it's a weird one, like even if I'm on a date and mm. I'm at a restaurant, say, for example, if somebody is really far away from me, I don't like that. It's it's really weird because it feels like I'm on, I'm have, I'm on like an interview because they're just like so far away. So I'm like, can you just like scoot your chair over and just come a little bit like closer yeah, in? I get, I get that. And that's nice if a girl wants that as well. It's it's not nice, obviously, being sat a million miles from each other. But um, no, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. For me, touch and uh, what was the other one? Uh, a, phys- a physical touch and it was quality time. Yeah, you said, for sure. yeah. But this is the thing. I mean, everyone's got their own love language, and I think there's no right or wrong love language. It's just like your preference, isn't it? And I think it's something that if you are in a relationship or if you are dating somebody that you should potentially think about expressing or talking about just so that other person is able to understand, you know, what it is that you need and also so that you understand what they need to feel like validated within the relationship or dating or whatever it is. Agreed. Okay. Well, this is interesting one. Okay. My boyfriend does not post me on social media is this a red flag? Hmm. I'm I'm going to start this one. So, do you know what I think? There's a couple of sides to this. Mm-hmm. So the first side, you could look at it as though like some people do like to stay private. Some people don't want to show what's going on to absolutely everyone in the world. Like some people do just like to keep their 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 things to themselves so there's that aspect of it um it could be like coming maybe from like a protective side I don't know um but then also if you've if you've said to them I would I would like to be I'm not not shown off but I would I would really like to at least be featured on your Instagram or say if you communicated with them and then they were like really like dismissive of that and didn't hear your own your point then I think that would be a little bit problematic yeah I, you I just have to communicate communication is key for anything isn't it but I think it shows where we are in in 2022 that it's it's even a conversation of why am I not on your social media which is mad but Three, I, from a guy's point of view, it probably stems down to three things. Number one, it might be an insecurity thing. They don't want other guys sliding into the girlfriend's DMs, uh, which is just my opinion. That's a pretty weak thing, to be honest. Um, number two is um, they, they, they might truthfully, <clears throat> they might truthfully have a heavily female audience. And this is a big one. And they know that posting their girlfriend will lose them followers. 
For real? This is this is a huge one. I know. So Actually I was saying that. Ago who didn't post me because she was like, my audience is all male and I know I'll lose followers. And I respected that because I was like, it's your business, it's your income. And frankly, I didn't care about being on her social media. And then the last one is like, do, and again, it's business related, but would your girlfriend suit the content? So for example, if I'm posting content like, uh, I don't know if you know them, but like the full send boys or like the Nelk boys where it's like very laddish content, like pranks with girls and all this stuff. Would their audience want to see you in a relationship? No, they want to see you as a Jack the Lad. So it comes down to, in my opinion, insecurity. Um, will you lose followers? And does it suit your content? That's just the, the truth of it. Yeah. I had that before when I was in a relationship and I started posting him on my Instagram. I lost a lot of Instagram followers, but I was like, yeah. I didn't really give a shit. To be honest for sure. And, and you shouldn't. But I think it's like for a guy, I'm, I'm only saying this because frankly, I've got mates who've told me this. And it's like, if you've got brands who see your followers drop, they'll drop you. So, mm. and also they, they might just want to, they might just want privacy, which yeah. I, that's out of the th- four of them, that's the one I get the most. It's just wanting privacy. Yeah. I think, though, to just kind of finish off that question, just make sure that you're communicating. And if, like, yeah. you are, if it's making you feel a bit maybe upset or insecure or you, you have yeah. any kind of, like, you know, like questions to your partner as to why you're not being featured, then just communicate and just, just ask and, you know, make sure that you're – side of things is being heard but also listen to their side of things as well yeah okay the next question is going to be a juicy one right my boyfriend doesn't like to make me come but expects me to go down on him what do i do get a new boyfriend (laughs) run (laughs) i okay i think Firstly, ask him, why? Why are you not willing to go down on me if I'm going down on you? I think you have to firstly ask that question and be brutal with it because you don't know. He, I'm just like, you know, just making up scenarios here, but he might be a bit nervous too or he might not feel like he's good at it and I in the past have dated somebody who was nervous to go down on me because Mm. he was like I don't really feel that experience and don't really feel like I know what I'm doing so I didn't want you to think it was shit yeah so there's that aspect of it so that it could be potentially maybe yeah an insecurity thing I, I don't know I'm clutching at straws here but it could well be yeah I don't know I would I would definitely just ask I would fucking ask and then if he's just like I don't think I, I just don't want to then you've got to ask yourself can you go forever without yeah coming? And, you know, I find it weird when people say that sex isn't a big part of a relationship like it is um for most people <laughs> but like if you've got a partner who's, let's face it, if he's not doing that, then the sexual chemistry is not going to be there because that's something that she wants and it's not been given to her. So, you know, hit the road, fella. Hit the road. <laughs> Sack him off. Get gone, lad. Get gone. Oh. So, um, 
Next question. What is your type? Looks wise, don't have one. Don't think you can have one. I just don't think that exists. Um, character wise, I think shared interests, being self-aware and having your own shit going on. That's it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I I don't necessarily have, have a type as such. I do tend to go for the guys that are into their training, into that kind of, you know, lifestyle. Um, for me, somebody that is clearly driven mm. um, is a huge, huge thing that I kind of gravitate towards yeah. and a quality that I would look for in a potential partner. And that that's important for me. Um, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they have to look like this. They have to have brown hair, blue eyes, be this tall yeah. or this build. You know, it's... Come across as shallow that can, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I do think that physical attraction is important. So for me, I probably wouldn't date somebody if I'm not physically attracted to them or have that chemistry and, and that's just my preference again i think there shouldn't be any shame in saying that i can't date someone that i'm not physically attracted to like sorry to use this term but no shit like i i think that you know this whole again what you can and can't say is 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 nonsense for the most part i think that the ability to say i couldn't go out with someone because i'm not physically attracted to them no one should bat an eyelid when that's said of course Mm. yeah you, you, you can't date i'm not going to date a cardboard box am i uh, i'm not going to date that apple like, no i'm not attracted to it yeah right. but then i guess for some for some people sex isn't important and that physical chemistry isn't important is it i guess that's yeah. like you know for some people and that's okay and that's their preference yeah them. yeah 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 but I, I personally just couldn't. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I, I, no, I couldn't. I couldn't be, be with somebody that I'm not. Like, I don't want to rip off their clothes every two seconds and fuck the shit out of them. Uh, no comment. I feel like I'm being a bit <laughs> liable here. My yeah. my you don't have to say <laughs> anything. You don't have to say anything. Moving on swiftly. Thank you. Thank you. Um, someone slides in the DMs asking for a date. What do you do? Um, treat it like a nightclub go onto the page check them out see what they look like and respond accordingly I think that I think that DMs are the 2020 did I say 2020 earlier? I meant 2022 sorry <laughs> I did say 2020 earlier I just got that D DMs are the 2022 version of a nightclub you reckon? 100% like it's where the moving to happens it's where the checking out of someone happens and it's where it all goes from there like I can't remember the last time I approached a girl in a nightclub I don't really mm. go to my much, but um, yeah, so I'd say check out the page, see what they look like, see what they're into and respond accordingly. And it doesn't mean be a dick if you're not into it. Just say, sorry, you know, I'm not looking for anything right now. or You're not my type, whatever. Maybe mm. not, not that, but. I reckon if you're the person sliding into the DM, so at least at least do a little bit of warming up, at least do a little bit of lubricating. Do you know what I mean? Well, you do a little bit of the work like before. You send a CV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't just slide in with yo you're fit 
I'm going to take you out. So, do you know what makes me laugh is, and I've seen one of my mates do this, and it's absolutely criminal. They put like these soft, yeah, I'll say it, these soft like bios on Tinder, which isn't them, is not them at all. Be like, let's go for long walks along the River Thames and listen to Ben Howard and toast marshmallows on a Sunday evening while <laughs> reading books. When they don't, they listen to Motley Crue in the living room drinking beer. Like it's absolutely criminal. So I think that whatever you're portraying to a girl, again, just be honest and be transparent. Like guys are awful for that about lying on their Tinder bios. Like so bad. Are they actually? Oh, I yeah, didn't know the this. Worst. The worst. Like Maybe I'm just naive, but... No, I mean, like, I don't, when, when I was on Tinder, I just put, I, when I had Instagram, I just put my Instagram handle because, like, people can see what they want there. But, like, yeah, some of the profiles I see, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's not real, is it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you lying? <laughs> what are you lying for? <laughs> Why are you lying for? Uh, yeah, I, um, I've, I do sometimes get people sliding into the DMs just straight up asking me, on a date and as flattering as it is that's just not my vibe because my instagram is like my business instagram so but then equally as so like if i'm having a conversation with somebody in the dms and we've got some conversation going and we share mutual interests and I find them attractive and they find me attractive and it's going that way, then I'm not going to write happened? it off. Has that happened recently? I don't know. Maybe. Potentially. I comment. <laughs> Why are you sticking me in the mud? Because <laughs> I've had, I've been stuck in the mud for 15 minutes. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, okay. Next question. And I think actually, is this the last question? Yeah. I think this is the last question. Okay. I think I'm experiencing dating burnout. Any tips? Like anything, take a break, do something that clears your mind and get back into it. I think it's like with training burnout. If you've got training burnout, either take a deload, do a different form of training or take a rest week and then go back to it feeling better than ever. If you're having a business burnout, I've often found that training, that working in a new environment, wherever that might be, helps. Or like taking a break, Guys, you can take a break, <laughs> despite mm. what you might read on Instagram gurus. Um, same with dating. If you're getting dating burnout and you think you've hit a plateau, just find, just realise that there's more to life than it and do something else. Take up a hobby for a week. Try it again in a week and I'm sure it will be uh, better than ever. Mm. Hopefully. I found myself definitely getting to that point recently with dating apps, just hitting yeah. complete burnout. Um it's almost it's, it's it's almost a bit overwhelming though sometimes isn't it online dating because it's like there's this abundance of choice but then also it's like there's this whole scarcity mindset of feeling like you're never going to find anybody as well it's almost like you know to you feel two different things when it comes to it but i recently decided to delete my dating apps just to take a bit of a a break really because I was finding just getting super super overwhelmed and it was just the same it was the same conversations all the time and I just wasn't vibing with anybody and the energy was just a bit like meh so I just thought I'm just gonna take a little bit of a break and just focus more on on me as opposed to just you know being on the apps but I also think though it's important to make sure that you are 
you know, so if it is you are looking for, so if you, if you do want to date to find somebody, make sure that you are dating intentionally. Now that doesn't mean going in with the mindset of, oh, every person I speak to is going to be my, you know, future husband, Mm. wife or whatever. doesn't mean to have that mindset, but make sure that you aren't just mindlessly swiping through because the energy that you put out on those apps is the energy that you're going to receive. I fully, I agree. Um, And I think the whole like thinking that someone else is going to make your life perfect as well, I, I don't agree with. I don't think that anyone else can make your life perfect apart from you. Um, that's just something I've always sort of felt like is that like this whole happily ever after concept. Well, happily ever after won't happen unless you're happy in yourself. Yes, someone can enhance that massively. But like if you're with someone who you love dearly, but you hate yourself on the inside, what's the point? Mm. Um, so I think that the whole dating point of, you know, I need to meet someone, you know, you need to meet yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%, definitely. Um, But I heard this really cool analogy the other day, actually, on a podcast. And it was like, try and treat dating as though you're having a house party and you're thinking, okay, like, I want to get some cool people to vibe with and come to this house party and you know who who am I going to invite not that mindset of like oh who's going to be a future candidate to be x y and z or whatever and I think when you put too much pressure on things you can sorry no it's okay there's nothing wrong with playing the field either if people know as well and I I know that'll get some probably backlash but if the people you're dating know that you're dating other people there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and even more importantly for girls especially, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, I think in dating, there's so much double standards, it's a joke. And this is not me trying to virtue signal, but we spoke about this yesterday, that like, it's a classic age old saying, if, if, if a guy sleeps with a load of girls, he's a lad. And if a girl does it, she's a word that I won't say. Um, you know, as, in my opinion, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty awful how like a guy can play the field and a girl can't. Mm. You know, nothing wrong with it. If a girl wants to date a load of guys and all the guys know, what's the issue? I would it's the same. It. It's the same thing as well. In that, if a guy has slept with multiple partners, yeah. it's definitely seen as more acceptable than if a female has slept with multiple partners. Yeah. That and that's not my view. I'm just saying that 100%. this way that society has labelled it. But yeah. like, all I would say is just as long as long as, you, as long as you've been safe with it, mm. that's yeah. it. Just, yeah, you know. and if you want to go out there and and have fun and you know have sex, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. However, whatever gender you identify as, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like you do yeah. you, you fucking go and get some. Like anything though, just being self aware is the key. And as you just said, go and get some, which I can't believe I just heard at 11 o'clock on a Thursday morning. You go get get some, you go get some, but also equally like don't, don't lie about your intentions. I think when you are dating, if you do obviously like, don't like first date, like, Oh, you know, like what are you, what are your intentions? Like, you know, you just hear for this, that, the other, whatever, but like, I think 
if you are having that conversation and somebody does say you know like oh you know what what do you want like don't be afraid to just be like I'm actually just looking for something casual and I actually just want to have sex or if you are looking for a relationship make sure that you voice that too you know make sure that you're going in with setting that those intentions fully and and don't think that saying one thing makes you a better or worse person as well that's the worst thing is because we're so judged we're so focused on how we appear and how we become obviously social media has played a huge part in that that like saying you look for a relationship because you're a wholesome guy but what if you don't want a relationship like you just mm. lie it makes you the opposite of wholesome so again transparency and honest and just being self-aware with it is the key yeah that is the absolute no, key it, but that's what i'd say no that is the absolute key 100 but jamie it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast before we wrap this up we're just going to remind everyone about the next events just give them some rough ideas as to when they are so that they can book their tickets <laughs> a bit of a break for a month or two on the event front but we've got a lot of external things happening within the business that i definitely say keep an eye on and you can keep an eye on, on the instagram which is fitfck it's instagram.com forward slash fitfck and that Perfect. also linkedin where we post more actual business stuff like what's going on inside the, the company mm. i'm so excited for the next event i cannot wait to get yeah. my ticket i yeah. really really hope that it's themed by the way make has sure that be. you do it has to be 100 100 well, thank you guys for tuning in and thank you so, so much, Jamie, for joining me. It has been a pleasure and um, yeah, we'll speak to you in the next one. Ciao, ciao.